Hi, I'm Claire Tompkins, The Clutter Coach, and this is the Organize Your Life podcast. I coach people to get organized, use their time better, quit procrastinating, and be more productive. You can find me on livecoach.io for phone and video coaching, and on my website, cluttercoach.net, for in-person organizing help and my books. Okay, here we go. All right, Mimi and Alyssa, thank you for joining me today. I am doing a show about people working at home because so many people are doing that now, and I know that you guys do, but circumstances are a little bit different. So would you introduce yourselves for me? Melissa, of course. So, yeah, so um, my name's Melissa Kirk. I run a company, well, a company of, of one called Words to Honey Content Services. So I provide editing and writing and publishing coaching and book agenting and basically helping uh, psychologists and wellness professionals get content out to support their businesses. So um, I've been working at home for about three, three years. So, so I'm like not, this is sort of normal for me. My business isn't that affected. So, so yeah, this mm-hmm. sort of normal days in some ways. Yeah. Mimi? I'm Mimi Heft, and um, I've been freelancing for four years now as Mimi Heft Design. I'm a graphic designer and illustrator, and um, I also do a lot of stuff like I'm on the boards of various committees and professional committees and otherwise events producing. Mm -hmm. I'm busy, and I'm a musician on top of that. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, I'm so glad you guys could make it today. This is going to be fun. Um, so as I mentioned, there are, you know, there are lots of guidelines for working at home that, that many people already know. I'll just kind of say them anyway. You know, it's important to create structure for yourself on a daily basis because otherwise your day just can go anywhere. Some people like to get dressed for work because that's another kind of cue that you, in fact, are working. You're not just kind of sloughing off at home. <laughs> Having a particular workspace is a really good idea instead of just working anywhere. I mean, I think that you can give yourself a break and work on the sofa if you feel like it. but Again, it helps you kind of focus your attention if you have a particular space and clothes yeah. that you wear. And then you need to have agreements with people in your household or even outside your household about whether they can contact you, when they can contact you, when they can interrupt you. Because often people say, oh, you yeah. work from home, you know, well, I'll just call you up at 11 o'clock in the morning and we'll chat for a while. You know, that's oh, yeah. it's always a huge problem. Yeah. 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 yeah, I feel bad sometimes having to say, no, 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 no. Right. So we yeah let's let's just start by talking about what your kind of basic work at home stuff is but then I want to go into how it's different now because I mean first I would like to help people who have never worked from home and now have to do mm-hmm. it who don't really know all these yeah. basics but things have changed slightly you know I think people are maybe even more stressed they're probably more stressed out so what is it like to have a work relationship with somebody who's just really distracted about mm-hmm. buying groceries Yeah so, Melissa you want to start Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, so, well, I'm, I don't think I'm necessarily the best at um, compartmentalizing my life, but I do, I am working on it. I do have two actual dedicated offices. I have one in my bedroom, which a lot of people say you're not supposed to work out of your bedroom. But for me, we, our house is pretty small. So I, I tend to sometimes just like in the mornings I get out of bed and that's when I'm the most creative. So then I just go to my computer and then I find that I'm working at my desk at home. So, or in my bedroom. So, but then I also have a a garage office that I set up so that I could actually be separate and have my own space. So, so depending on my mood, I'll sometimes work out there unless it's like rainy and cold, in which case it's really unpleasant out there. But 
so I, I'm lucky because I have these few options. Um, I do try to dress in normal clothes, but I don't bother to like wear biz business attire. Like I'll, I wear like leggings and skirts and t-shirts. Like, <laughs> but I do try to get out of my robe at some point, you know? Yeah. Um, do you yeah. find that it does and, kind of improve your focus or what, what is the benefit to you? Yeah. I just feel less, like less of a slob, I guess, like when I'm, <laughs> like, I try to, yeah, like, get out of the pajamas. There are days when I never get out of the pajamas, but I try, I try to, mm -hmm. but I, so a lot of times I just, I'll spend days on end without wearing shoes. Like, I don't feel the need to wear shoes around yeah. the house. <laughs> that, that makes sense to me, yeah. No, I'm just, um, I, I guess my, so, and then I don't, a lot of people I've talked to who do freelancing, like try to have a set, have set hours. And so I don't, I like to let myself just sort of naturally wake up and work when it feels right. So I don't necessarily feel like, like if I'm not working by nine, I start going, oh, okay, I probably should start working. <laughs> like sometimes I'll wake up at 630 because I'm just awake and I'll just start thinking about work or doing work or sometimes I'll just be like oh, I really want to do this one other thing so I'll start working at 11. Mm -hmm. I don't really have a set and I don't I've gotten past the idea that one has to work nine to five or one right. is not actually yeah so yeah yeah although I do think maybe some working from people work from home people are kind of doing that because they still mm -hmm. are collaborating in a yeah. group on video so oh for sure oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so, right, so my, my availability, so, because I work with clients, so I don't have, I don't work with an office team, or, yeah. so, a set team, so, I do have set hours that I'm available for clients, like, if they want to have a mm. call or something, but I don't necessarily feel like I need to be on the computer doing work right at night, but my mm -hmm. kind of business, I don't have, I don't have other people on the team remotely that I need to right. be available for. That's a little bit different than some remote workers. Yeah, actually, I think we're going to come back to that later. How mm -hmm. do you manage your time given that you don't have another meeting and then a talk with your boss and then a talk with your right. coach to structure your day? But Mimi, yeah. I want to hear from you about what your kind of routine is or what works for you. Yeah. My friend Antonio gave me a wonderful piece of advice when I first started freelancing, which was pants on by noon. <laughs> <laughs> Your day is going to be so different if you actually get up and yes. get dressed. <laughs> does a skirt count? Yeah, skirt okay. counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just get out of the Hello Kitty jam <laughs> yeah, right. and into some actual clothing. It mm -hmm. really does a wonderful thing for your headspace mm -hmm. and your productivity, your energy level. The other thing that I do is I used to be a night owl. In fact, I naturally still am. But you, when you go to bed, Let's say you have an eight-hour chunk of time that you sleep. If you go to bed after midnight, that same hour, eight hours, is not nearly as productive as if you go to bed before midnight, those same hours. You'll actually sleep better if you go to bed before midnight. That's true of everything. So this is pretty much true. This is, it's fairly universal. Hmm. And, I mean, we all have our circadian clocks pushing us one way or another. But bringing myself back to go to bed by no later than midnight, as opposed to 2, mm -hmm. 2.30, 3 in the morning. Uh, my days have been uniquely different. Mm -hmm. it, it, oh. it's, it was surprising how quickly I was able to adjust. And the dramatic difference was getting up at about 8 or 8.30, at least waking up by 8 or 8.30, mm -hmm. uh, 
makes my day feel so much more fuller mm -hmm. and more available to me. Mm -hmm. And while I like nighttime work too, because it's quiet, I found ways to create that quiet during the daytime. Like for instance, if I'm finding it's just too distracting with all the texts and everything, mm -hmm. just turn off the phone and put yeah. it in the other room. Yeah. Don't even have it next to you on silent. Just get it out uh -huh. of there. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I'm not always good about following my own <laughs> schedule. Yeah. One of my problems actually is I'll start checking email from yeah. bed. Yeah. And that's terrible. <laughs> Get out of bed. It really because yeah. you'll find you're checking email and then you start getting distracted by, mm -hmm. oh, look, my, this other thing just sent me a notification. Right. And soon all, all of a sudden it's like two hours later. Yeah, so it's really yeah. best just to get out of bed, get dressed. Yeah, eat something nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody ever sticks to. I will say this for myself. I don't stick to my own rules <laughs> either. But I know what they are, and I can get right. to mm -hmm. them. That right. is far more valuable than just doing it every single day. Being able yeah, to I think right having up. a framework is always good, no matter for any project. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Some, yeah. Something you were talking about earlier was the idea of setting ourselves up a space to work in. And that was definitely a huge help. We created a spot behind me here in the living room where I had my desk and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also find it helps to not, not just lock yourself into that space, mm -hmm. to go out, sit on the front porch, yeah. or go to the backyard, or go sit on the couch, or just something just to kind of shift yourself around a bit. Mm -hmm. Part of that's just for ergonomics. You don't want to be just constantly doing this yeah and also yeah. just to kind of freshen your head yeah oh, yes yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i think everybody should do that but yeah at home you've got maybe more options of places to sit it's not just in your one little cubicle or wherever you are at work yeah i mean it depends on the kind of work you're doing like a friend of mine who is an online instructor really can't leave his little ah what do you what do you call it a command center or whatever he has like he literally has seven seven monitors wow. like it's like i feel really lucky because i just have a laptop i can move it wherever yeah. i want yeah i mean i do i do have a, a, another screen like if i need to work on two documents at once i can do that but if i don't have to i can just move and i just am happier outside so i a lot of times i'll if it's nice out i'll go outside and work yes mm -hmm. that is always a delightful thing yeah yeah not today. Yeah. There's also the interruption of the cat. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we have a particularly vocal cat. And I've created a spot because everyone's talking about how the cat's always stepping on the keyboards. <laughs> and I've created a spot on top of the desk where there's a little soft place for oh, the cat I feel to that. And sleep there. And so that way we can be together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> off, off, off the keyboard. Yeah. That's great. Sometimes they just gravitate to the keyboard anyway. Yeah. It's so. warm. This guy, this guy couldn't even fit on a keyboard. Like, he's so <laughs> giant. He, he would take up two keyboards mm -hmm. if he could. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so I'm just reading from my notes here. That so okay. One thing that a lot of people who work from home they're used to being able to go out to coffee shops to work, which they oh, can't yeah. do now. So that's kind of challenging, and even just taking any kind of break. If you're not supposed to go outside, how do you do that? I've I've yeah. seen pictures online of people doing yoga in their little studio apartment kitchens. Yeah, as far <laughs> as they can. But it sounds like yeah. you're you're finding places just around outside in the yard or around the house to take breaks. So that's yeah. true. 
There's also online stuff too. Like you're saying, like a friend of mine has yeah. daily, including Saturdays and Sunday, daily meditation time. And we can all tune in on their Zoom mm -hmm. and they'll do a guided meditation for about, I think half an hour, an hour maybe at most. So that's and one way to do it. And it's live, yeah. yeah. It's oh. a Zoom and you can choose to be seen on that or you can just have yeah, it be a black right. box. Oh, screen. wow. Yeah, yeah. I would bet there's probably a lot of that. It's probably a lot of that already now that I don't even know yeah. about. Mm -hmm. yeah. That are just well, a lot of events. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even before all of this weirdness happened, because I'm in a bunch of online groups for like freelancers and remote workers, and a couple of people have because like sometimes the going out to cafes or having like a work at like work group where you go with your friends and you all sit together and work. There's one way that I know you do that sometimes, mm -hmm. like and a, a way to get accountability around doing the work. Yeah. So a lot of so there's like been a couple of people I know who started doing that on Zoom. Yeah. Like having Zoom, like what would you call it? Work party. That's not right. Well, co-working. Co-working. Co yeah. yeah. My saying. friends, we call it admin night. Yeah. yeah. So that's one. So like this one, I'm thinking of. She's. I don't know if it's every day, maybe every other day or something. Starts at like nine. And it goes for till noon or something, and then every, anybody who wants to can just like join. And the whole deal is you're just everybody's working, <laughs> like it's but it's on huh. Zoom, so it's just a way to get that experience of co working without, yeah, the, the infection aspect. Yeah, just right. feeling like there's something about having the energy of other people around you who are also focusing on their work. Yeah, I yep. like that, it yep. helps That's me be productive. Yeah. yeah, so you get. At least some of that through doing it through a Zoom conference. Yeah, another kind of a a, a lighter version of that is uh, bookending that I just talked about with somebody, where you talk to somebody and you say, okay, now I'm going to spend an hour doing such and such. Right. And they say what they're going to do, and then afterwards you check in again, right? right. You know, to be in right. real time with them, like depending yeah, on where you're out in your garden gardening, you're really not going to be on Zoom the whole time. So right, you're not. that's true. I've had, I've had that. I've, worked with consultants before or coaches from my own business where that's what one of the things we did was okay here's the goal now in an hour I'm gonna we're gonna come back and we're gonna check in like this is this yeah. and then I, I got so much done when we did that yeah. <laughs> plus the other thing about this more intentional co-working space as opposed to just a bunch of people who happen to be in the room together yeah. is you also can check in with your, each other a little bit now and then just this thing. It's like when we were doing it in real life, in person, it was a friend of mine would lean over and go, so Mimi, how's Facebook yeah, ever right. reach that goal? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so now and then it's kind of good. It's just to sort mm -hmm. of say, say, so how's everybody doing? Mm -hmm. you know, even mm -hmm. though, I mean, just, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe half an hour or so. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. I had not thought about that. Mm -hmm. Um. So have anything, well, what, is there something that's different? I mean, you guys kind of both told yeah. me that you're kind of used to this and it's not that, it's kind of business as usual, but there probably have been some changes for you. Oh, I know. I've, especially that first week, I was, I, I had a really hard time. I, mean, I already have focus problems, but I could not get, I could not focus on anything because I was so stressed and I was so worried. Yeah. And, and then everybody's like, I wanted to know the information. So I'm like, you know, and then of course, you no, know, because this is what I do. I went on Facebook and started this virtual group where we do fun things. So then I was like using that as a stress relief, like a way to be creative around this stress and anxiety. 
So that, of course, that took up, you know, my excuses. Well, I was doing good work, but I wasn't focused. I wasn't able to focus on my actual work for at least uh -huh. that whole. So now I'm starting to get back on track with being able to actually do my job and <laughs> do the work. So, but I think that first week I was just, it was just like stressful and mm -hmm. we didn't know what was happening and you know, I was worried. And so that was definitely hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in some ways nothing's changed because it's what I've been doing for four years, but mm -hmm. I'm finding I am more deliberate about my choices. Mm. And I'm not quite sure why other than there's this focus now on, oh my gosh, working from home, everybody has that energy now, working from home and how are we supposed to do it? So I, I guess it's making me reflect on some of mm -hmm. what I'm doing. And one of the things, it doesn't have to do with work per se, but I'm finding I am eating much more healthily. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Part of the homesteading of baking my own bread and making uh -huh. my own coffee, which I kind of do anyways. But I find myself cooking actual proper meals during the middle of the day for lunch, and hmm. preparing well for, for that. Huh. And it's giving me a lot more energy and it certainly feels better, especially yeah. since I'm not getting out and about as much. Yeah, well, we also I grow food out in the garden. So oh my we, gosh, we also so have like, yeah, we don't have to go to the grocery. Store. I mean, we you have to like greens, but because that's all. We, <laughs> but we don't have to go to the grocery store for produce as much. So that's part of it's kind of fun. Just yeah. realizing, oh look, I did a thing that actually is helpful in these times. Melissa so. <laughs> will save the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yay! But your clients yeah. are are not also kind of distracted and like maybe they've got kids running around. I mean that there's been not really been inter interruption on that side. Yeah. There, so like I, yesterday I have, a, I just signed, well, she's an old client, but we signed a new contract and she's in New Zealand mm. and she's immunocompromised and she's living out of her van. Oh. And I, I think she has a place to go a house, but, but it, like, so they just had lockdown happen. And so she's like, I can't sign the contract right now because I'm running around getting supplies and then I'm going to go to this, she called it her safe house, like a place to go to be safe. So of course I'm going to say, well, don't worry about me. Like you go save yourself and then we'll work that out. Yeah. Um, and I, I have another client who I haven't heard from and I don't know if it's because something's wrong or if it's, it's just stress and he's got a family. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to not be very pushy about Mm -hmm. that because I know that everybody's just freaking out right now um but I'm getting clients because a lot of because I, I work with writers so there, a lot of people have a lot more time to to, to work on their <laughs> writing so I'm actually getting like I, I just got a new client yesterday so it's it's like okay you know but but it's you can tell people are just more distracted or mm -hmm. you know and 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 like wondering about the industry, like in terms of like the publishing industry, how that's being affected and are they gonna still be working the same way as they used to? And but there's a lot of uncertainty around yeah. work. But, but yeah, so it's like two, it's like both things are happening. There is a lot of more distraction and stress and also people are still doing the work that I help them with, so. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm lucky. <laughs> I've had um, some challenges with this in the fact that uh, because of how the economic situation is hitting everybody, I've had a lot of projects get canceled mm -hmm. or suspended, and, mm. which of course then makes me rather uh, nervous about 
things. Yeah. Uh, so I've been focusing on those that are there and reaching out to some people. Uh, one of the things I'm doing though is even with the canceled projects, I'm still checking in now and then with the clients. Not yeah. to say, hey, you got any work? Hey, you got any work? But more like, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. And that seems to be so appreciated. Yeah. Mm. I know I appreciate it when people are doing it with me too. And it's, it's, yeah, it's part of the larger urge to feel connected with people yeah. that, that we're all feeling. And I'm hearing from people I haven't heard in ages. Yeah. Uh, and that's wonderful. And getting to see people via Zoom or hang out or whatever yeah. um, that are on the other side of the planet. And mm -hmm. it's just, and my clients are part of that too. Mm -hmm. I think it's the way you can yes. do that in a way that's still professional. And to be a cynical marketing person, that's also excellent marketing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, because when everything, whatever happens, knowing, I think, especially like clients, like the kind of clients we work with, they they really appreciate connection. They're individual. So yes. when, when everything, when maybe they get their money again or something, they'll think of you because they'll think, oh, this person actually cares about me. Yeah. Not just about yeah. making money. Me. so I think yeah. it's really good tip for can I, like yeah. you it's it's we don't need to stop our businesses sure. right now we might, it might things are going to shift but we can still connect and create community around what we offer yeah and especially in a time when everybody is just like feeling so disconnected so we can we can actually create better relationships with clients I think now if we do it right yeah and that's good to notice that you know, it's not just the client doing this thing to you by taking your project away, but your client yeah. doesn't have the project either because it's gone. Right. So they're yeah. also suffering. Yeah. Yeah. We're all in this together. Yes. So. And it helps the fact that Melissa and I have this experience from before COVID. Um, we're really good resources for people. Yes. Um, so I am, I know I'm getting a lot of people going, how are you doing this? Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> it feels good to be able to help yeah. people find their footing. Yeah. yeah. So them being them? thriving through this. Yeah. Can mm -hmm. you, I would love if you want to share some of that stuff with my listeners. What, what, yeah. are, what are people asking you and what are you telling them? A lot of it's time management. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I totally feel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally feel it because I had been working in an office for 20 years before, um, four years ago, and that was the first thing that went out the door for a while that I had to figure out how to rebuild because even though you're working with people online and, and all you're connected in some way, you're not having that immediacy of accountability and time passing and all. It's, it's a very different headspace. Yeah. And so to create that again for yourself, it's, it takes a while to trying to build that mm -hmm. to figure out, well, how do I reprioritize things? Mm -hmm. Where are the important things to be focusing, to be focusing on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it was a struggle. Yeah. And right. I don't, well, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, when I, cause I had also been working in office jobs for, let's see, like 16 years at the time that I lost my job, my office job, my nine to five. And it took me at least, I mean, sorry. So then I had to, I had to get over the trauma of that. But once I started realizing I was going to do my own business, it took me six months or something before I, like, even just because I think 
working the nine to five, you have this whole, like you wake up at a certain time and then you, you do your showering and you do your breakfast and then you leave and you go on the commute. And then adjusting to the fact that that wasn't true anymore mm-hmm. took, so, took months for me because it was just, mm-hmm. I was so used to it. So I think if, when, if people are struggling with that, it's normal to have that transition process. Mm-hmm. So I would just not worry about it. Like just be kind to yourself because it's just really different and that's okay. Yeah, I think a lot of people are being hard on themselves yeah. right now. And, and so that's part of what I'm telling people. So it's like, it's okay. The other thing is I'm getting a lot of people coming to me needing, because they're facing a lot of depression and anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the anxiety is due to financial yeah. and, and the depression yeah. due to, to being cut off, but also just the idea that they don't know how things are going to be later. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as a freelancer, I'm used to not knowing how things are going to be later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, we have yeah. our ebbs and flows. It just is, yeah. no matter how successful we are. And um, being able to have somebody else to talk to yeah. about that. And I will say, okay, call me at five o'clock tonight and we'll, we'll talk or we'll, we'll Zoom or a phone call or just a text even although I'd rather do it more immediate uh, um, voice. just mm-hmm. to just check in on them and, and, and help them figure out how to navigate stuff that yeah to us is normal really mm-hmm. yes yeah that's great yeah. the uncertainty part is challenging <laughs> yeah. what's that and actually to be honest I like that I almost like that more than my work <laughs> to yeah. is that being there for people and nurturing, nurturing and calming and helping people find, well, where, where is your strength in this? Mm. There's this whole swirling thing going on, but where's that place in that, that you can go to that is where you're going to be able to shine and create calm. Wow. I thought about that. Yeah. 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 So, Oh my God, the internet sensation. Yes. <laughs> Influencer. I, mean, yeah. I like being a sensation together. <laughs> but I did like it. What I was saying is that, that the uncertainty part is, is always, even for people who've been freelancing or self-employed for years, is always a struggle. So that part, like if people are feeling that it's just really normal. And it's just, it's just, it's like something you get used to, like, you get used to being able to solve problems. Like when I when I'm starting to worry about, oh my god, I don't have enough clients. I sit down and I solve that problem. Well, what am I going to do for marketing now? Like, how am I going to reach out to people? So there's always, it's it's always solvable, mm-hmm. or almost always, I think. So yeah, it, it definitely helps. You, it gets your mindset into problem solving mode a lot. Yeah, because there's nobody else around to solve the problems for you. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which I prefer. Personally, I like my problem solving better than most people. Yeah. <laughs> on the other hand, also try reaching out yeah. and seeing who else can say, oh, you know what, actually, I'm really good at that thing right. that you're struggling with. And yes. see if you can trade off on some things. Yeah. That's really interesting to add this emotional <laughs> component to time management, because I don't usually think of it that way, but things are different mm-hmm. now. But I was yeah. also just thinking more of kind of the nuts and bolts of time management. If you're not oh. now in an office where there's a structure and you see these people working, you know, they're, okay, those guys are on my project and I can see, oh, now they're going to go over there and work. If there's just more, you're being held in this container where the work is just yeah. happening. When you're at home, 
the priorities just kind of start to shift mm -hmm. around. What is the mm -hmm. most important thing to do right now? I'm not really sure. So well, for me, because I, and I had actually had a couple of coaches myself, especially when I was starting out. So one of the things that I do is I, like Mondays are my day that I build my business. Mondays, I don't do client work. And I, I like, I, when in theory, I like for like would work on my website or I would work on some marketing stuff, mm -hmm. you know, um, write the, write the ebook I'm finishing up, like all that stuff. And then, and then I have my hours during the rest of the week where I'm available to do client work. Mm -hmm. Um, if I don't have a lot of client work, Fridays are my day that I, I do content for my own business, like videos or whatever. So, so I found that can be helpful to compartmentalize tasks that I know I, I know I need to do business building, but if I, if I'm spending every day thinking about that, then I'm just going to go crazy. So Mondays are the day I think about that. Mm -hmm. And then in, on the rest of the weeks, I, I know what projects I'm working on and when I need, I, I need to have a deadline. So I, Mm. My, if my clients don't have one, I give myself one. That's so right. because I have to have like I'm going to get this done by Friday, by Thursday at yeah. five or whatever. Because I otherwise I'll just yeah fart around for hours and days and so <laughs> yeah. deadlines are magic. I highly recommend them. Yeah. yeah. And as far as team working with teams, that's not changing just because you're all in different places. Um, you still have your weekly or tri-weekly check-ins with your managers and with your mm -hmm. departments and, and as a manager you're still helping people work with those yeah. daily things like time management and project prioritization mm -hmm. so so definitely be in touch with yeah. your people and yeah. do that have regular check-ins yes yeah. yeah i'm thinking Just about it anyway yeah. I was coaching somebody last year who was, he was not an, he was like an outside consultant, but he was a permanent guy at this company. And he, he had several projects that he was bringing to the company. It was, had to do a lot with team building stuff. Um, but he didn't have set hours. He didn't have an office there. I think there was a place for him to go when he did show up, but he was really very peripheral and he's a very people oriented person. So he was finding that some of his projects were just kind of languishing because like nobody was asking him about them. So right. I told him, you should, you, you should build a virtual team. And the trick with that was that, because he had like department people who were his key people who he checked in with saying, okay, here's what we're, we're going to do this in May and it's going to look like this. I told him, look, just say Friday morning, you know, Marsha, I'm going to talk to you about the such and such. And then just do that. She doesn't even have yeah. to know that he, she's on his team. Only he has to know. <laughs> He has decided that he is going to call her and tell her this, right? You know, there's no responsibility okay. on her end, but she's going to be there to listen and she'll be happy to hear it. Yeah. So I thought that was a cool idea. So you can yeah. make a team of people that don't even know they're on your team, but you're going to report to them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think we all have to work with our own stuff around like what motivates us, what gets us creative or productive because everybody's different, but we're all going to have to sort of, like we should always like listen to other people's advice and tips and then figure out what works. Oh yes. For us, you know? yeah. So yeah. Um, but like for that guy, yeah, that might be the perfect thing is to have somebody that he knows he's going to have this do this action. Yes. And then that gets him just much more engaged in the, mm -hmm. in the work. Yeah. Cause yeah. a deadline on the calendar just, 
Yeah. Not working. It's easy for it to go away. It's true. Yeah. I, <laughs> I need to have other people around for it to, to really work, to talk. Was that your ding? That, just that was my ding. Yeah. Some oh. kind of reminder. It's <laughs> <laughs> really pretty. Look at it. Sounded like a, a Tibetan thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meditate now. <laughs> we could, yeah. Take a little break anytime you there need. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, where have you been giving advice to people, Melissa? Have people been asking you, like, um, or what would you tell people if they did? <laughs> I mean, I guess go see me. Yeah, right. I, I don't think I don't really think I have actually. Like, I I guess I haven't. And it's interesting because it's the, a lot of the, I am on a bunch of social media groups where, where we were, like before this happened, we, there was a lot of traffic mm. on it and it seems to have stopped or slowed down. I don't know why. I noticed that. Yeah. It yeah. seems like hmm. there's not as many questions, which is weird because you think there'd be more. Because yeah. I used to do a lot of advice in that way, like online stuff. But, um, but I, what I, one of the things I'm doing is I'm helping people because I'm an editor and a content person, I've been actually helping my friends with that. So like one person who is looking for work wanted me to look at his resume and like a person who's writing an article, I said I would help her edit it because, for free because it's just like, I feel like that's what I can offer mm -hmm. <laughs> in terms of helping my community, my friends. So yeah, I've been doing that, offering those services. Mm -hmm. The resume thing, yeah, I, I, from the other side of that, on the design side of that, I, I've been helping friends because so many people I know are suffering oh, yeah. off and not all that's temporary. Yeah. And um, so I've been helping people get their resumes pretty. Yeah, right. So, nice. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I'm more doing the content. Yeah, which is mm -hmm. incredible. Yeah, I think it's all important these days, especially. <laughs> so yeah, I think people need to be really creative and strategic and innovative now. I mean, even before this happened, around finding work, it's just mm -hmm. not so much like you send a resume and then you get an interview and then you get a job. Mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of not that much like that anymore. So mm. um, things are shifting a lot for sure. I think we're going to see a lot more remote work and in, in, in the even after, if, if this blows over or whatever happens, we're going to be seeing a lot more remote work just being normal. Like Why do you think that is? But I think people are, first of all, industries are just, just going to be, whole industries are going to be so damaged. I, I think mm -hmm. people are, are going to start to realize, or managers are going to start to realize that you don't need all that overhead necessarily. <laughs> like so, Even before this happened, companies were doing that. And, and I've actually done a lot of research. I wrote a book on remote work. <laughs> it never got published anywhere. But, um, and it, it's actually shown that people who work remotely are, can be even, can be more productive. Yes. If, and so, and there's just so many tools. So I think we're going to be seeing more of that just because it's, it's just and it's less overhead for the companies. Right. Um, so I, I would say learn skills in remote work because i think it's going to be really important yeah let's make you I, I think so about people who are working remotely now and their bosses are going to discover that they are not really doing anything now that they're seeing them on the screen and there there's people are paying more attention like if you're in an oh. office, <laughs> big office what does joe do i don't, don't really yeah. know for five years 
<laughs> with a red stapler on his desk, right? Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely going to shift things. Because I think, because I think there's this, whole, there's been this whole idea that people who work from home are just not actually doing any work. So now there's, a, there's, there's been starting to be more ways to have accountability around one's work remotely. And yeah. so, and that's going to keep going. And yeah. then, so I think, I think, I, I just imagine that it's going to be more common. Mm -hmm. There's going to have to be on the other side of that though, um, more trust. Yeah, that's the managers problem. need to <laughs> trust their staff. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it really goes both ways that way. Mm. So the accountability isn't just about well, maybe we can put this thing on everyone's computers yeah. that's going to log tell them tell us when they're logged in and when they're logged out. Or, oh, but yeah. None of that is really necessary. In fact, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, yes. Being able to kind of trust that this is going to work. Trust that. Your employees who you had been trusting yes. are going to yeah. be able to continue doing what they're doing as well as they're doing. Right. I, I hope that's true. I don't have a lot of faith <laughs> so, sometimes in, in management just from my own because of my own experience with it. But hopefully, yeah. that would be an evolution is that, like, hey, we can actually let people work at their own pace and we don't have to constantly be checking on how many keystrokes they do or something ridiculous. Like it's actually as long as you do the work, as long as you're getting the thing why done, you need to yeah. be this. Yeah. On the other hand, I feel on both sides yeah. of the management and employee thing, and um, or management staff. I have had to deal with with um, people I've been supervising not pulling their weight. Oh, yeah. It's challenging enough doing that when we're all in the same building. And doing that remotely, yeah. I imagine it's going to be more of a struggle. So how, how do you really gauge how well right. an employee is doing? And that yeah. might have to change how, what the tools are that management uses for things like evaluation and tracking yeah. metrics. I, well, I'm, I'm sure it's pretty simple to just count up keystrokes. You can have, you know, that kind of happens automatically. It's more work for the manager to have to pay attention. So is the quality of this work good? So it's kind of an easy out to be paying attention yeah. to whether yeah. they're logged in or not. These drugs don't equal productivity. They don't. You just put a on the right. Yeah. <laughs> so it is true. I, I think obviously there needs to be balance. Like for, I mean, I'm I'm my own manager. You know, I'm 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 kind of a lazy manager, but um, <laughs> but I can I can definitely see the challenges for for managing a remote team. Yeah, I can't really speak to yeah. that part, but. Right. But that's a good topic to talk about for people who work at home. What is it like to be your own manager? Because a lot of people have never thought about doing that. Yeah. How would you characterize that? Yeah. Well, but I guess what we're talking about in this interview, there's two types of remote workers. There's people who work, like we said, like, there's people who work, still work for their company. And there's people who are doing what I'm doing, which I'm, I have my own business. So I don't know what, if you're, listeners and viewers what category most of them are going to be in um what happened with me is i lost my job and i decided not to go back to a job that's just the choice i made um yeah. and yeah it's it's been challenging because you do have to be more and i'm not really that disciplined but i do have a really strong sense of integrity in terms of doing what i say i'm gonna do so i think that's helped me so so, if, so i'll say to my client i'm gonna have this work done 
by this time, and maybe even if they don't care, I still feel like that's, it's just, a, I, I ha, that's what I do. I have to do what I say I'm going to do because otherwise I feel terrible about myself. So it's like, um, I don't know if that's necessarily the technique I would no, it doesn't make sense to me in the sense that um, guilt. What is your sense of professional self? Yeah. And both as a freelancer or somebody working remote and as a manager, how do you, how do you define that? Mm -hmm. what, what's that look like? Mm -hmm. and, and how do you uphold that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What other I think there's going to be a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think there's going to be a lot more of the sort of therapist side of, or psychologist side of management mm -hmm. than there has been. Mm. If we go into further remote work like that. Mm -hmm. Like how to effectively manage people. Well, I mean, that should be a thing that managers know anyway. Yeah. But, but I can see where it would be more challenging. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 There's going to be some more creative ways of figuring out how to make that connection. Yeah. And, Figuring out how to help people find that that kernel and you know, yeah. hold on to it, you know, because it feels all very amorphous. Yeah. Even, right. even as a freelancer, a lot of times it will feel really amorphous. And so helping people say, oh, "I need where's the structure? Yeah, and where where are my levels of availability and of yeah. energy and uh, just putting that all together? It's a bit of a puzzle." Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. I, I did work. Well, I did have a kind of a, it was a client who was another business and she would have, we would have regular team check-ins on Monday mornings was, and we were all over the place. So for me, it was Monday morning. And so we would have like an hour, basically a Zoom meeting where we just talked about what we were doing and then we like checked in personally how the power thing was going. So I thought that was a, a really good way to have team cohesion. Mm -hmm. And that was like years and years ago. So that was mm -hmm. one option for managers to do that. Yeah. It worked, it worked for me in terms of feeling like by, like engaged with what, what we were doing. So if, I, if we hadn't had that, it would have been felt just much more like, well, what, what am I even doing here? I don't know. So, mm -hmm. so that, that would be one recommendation. Yeah. For yeah. Manager teams. Yeah. So really add in the personal touch. More. Yeah, and just, just regular face-to-face -face meetings, but where they're, like, cause it, in workplaces, hopefully, teams do have some personal aspect of it, like you're waiting for a meeting to start and you're talking about your your kids or your dog or whatever, and, and I think that's a really, that's an important way oh, yeah. to connect with one's team, mm -hmm. so I think we can still do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can have things like, the meeting's going to start at nine o'clock, but I'll set up the Zoom at yeah, 8.30 right. so people can kind of wander in and hang out. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. I have to say, too, the very best manager I ever had, uh, who I, I model my own style off of, um, I'm out here in San Francisco at the time, and she's in Indianapolis, and I felt more connected to her than any other manager ever. She, there really is a way to do this that makes it work. Yeah. Well, did you ever meet her in person? Yeah, every once in a while she'd be she'd yeah. be flown out here. Um, it part of it was just her personality. Yeah. And she's just a really engaging person and interesting and interested right. in people as people. 
Yeah. And, um, and part of it was the re regular check-ins and she had a way of, it wasn't a hierarchy. I'm the manager and you're mm -hmm. not the manager. I think it was, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm the one that has my fingers on more things and you have all this information for me to help me do what I do better. Mm -hmm. And I have the stuff to help you do what you do better. And it was very much a collaboration. And that really helped yeah. a lot. I felt much more connected to her, mm -hmm. with her than, than others because of that too. We were very much a team. Yeah, right. Cool. Which I think is important. Yeah. For any manager, especially if you're not in the same location. Yeah. 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 And hangouts. We did hangouts a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we should probably wrap up a bit. Is there any other final bits that you want to, pearls of wisdom about working from home? <laughs> in um, this new situation particularly. I think one thing I struggle with, so is the social media aspect. And I, and the funny thing is I do a lot of my work on social media, so it's, but it's so it's really easy to get distracted because I have actual, I get clients from there, but I also have my friends on. So I'm like, so I think that that's part of the discipline is like figuring, like figure out what I do is I actually have a calendar and I have tasks each day. This is what I want to get done today. And I, cause you know how fun it is to cross things off. Yes. So, um, so that's a super easy way to, or like, figure out your goals for the day and get them done for me anyway, is to write, just write a list mm -hmm. and not don't, not too long of a list. Cause then you get overwhelmed. Exactly. Like maybe the three more, more, three or four most important things or something. Yes. And then, and then give yourself the, you have the right to take breaks. Like it's okay to take an hour and go like for me, I'm going to go do some yard work because it's mm -hmm. beautiful out and I'm going to make me happy. So then I can come back. Like you can take care of your own, psyche it's okay like you don't have to be stuck to the computer or nine to five just because that's how it used to be you know yeah i mean so that's, or yeah. let those three tasks take up the entire day until 5 p.m yeah yeah don't do that or <laughs> but whatever you because some people like that like they like to just kind of work 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 mm -hmm. and that's like whatever works for you but mm -hmm. in terms of just staying productive that just like figure out your system that works for you that makes you feel and like for, for me at three o'clock, my brain just shuts down. I mm -hmm. cannot, I cannot be creative. I just do not want to work anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's just how I am. But other people may be like three is when I get super energized, you know? So yes. I would just say it's okay to like see what works for you. And you know, obviously what works for your team, obviously, but it's okay to s sort of be creative around how you accomplish yeah. your goals. Uh, and, and just being nice to yourself that's my advice. yes i like that one thanks everybody's struggling and stressed so you know it's not about just prioritizing your work it's about also prioritizing your pleasure yeah mm. and allowing yourself that without yeah. it getting out of hand right yeah. <laughs> yeah. especially when we're also stressed and worried yeah. like we don't you know, it's okay to just sit back and go, I'm going to have some tea and watch mm -hmm. an episode of whatever, just because I'm feeling stressed yeah. and I'm still on track. I'm not going to yeah, not do what I need to do, but I can take some time for myself. And that's just a good time management point in general. You know, yeah. if you work, if you try to focus past a certain amount, you're just kind of spinning your wheels after a while. Yeah. 
Exactly. Just gotta it's get like, up and break. If I try to do stuff, certain types of work after three, it's just, there's no point. I'm just, I can't, my brain is creative doubt, but I'm really creative in the mornings. Yeah. So I do my creative stuff in the mornings, <laughs> like mm -hmm. sort of businessy, dumb things after mm -hmm. three. That's a yeah. really good way to put it, to, to look <laughs> at yourself. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times in office environments, you're expected to be all those things all day long. Yeah. Right. And, and to really, I think what a lot of people are going to be finding about themselves is they're going to learn so yeah. much about themselves. Mm. And really discover things, discover exciting things about themselves. Like, wow, I have these amazing bursts between mm -hmm. 10 and 1 or something. <laughs> uh, I'm really good at, like I say, I like finding myself really good at helping guide people. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. something that's really starting to come out now because mm -hmm. it's something I think I'm going to follow through yeah. on later on yeah. after this is all coming down. So there are ways to get stuff done that you need to get done, but also allow allow the serendipity. Mm, so don't be afraid of uncertainty and change. No, no, it's exciting. Or, or be afraid of them, <laughs> but still, still do stuff. Like fear is just, yeah. fear is yeah. fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But you just, it's, you can work through it and not let it stop you from doing things. That's what I, that's one of the things I've learned yeah. actually from, from this whole, or just from being a, freelancer in the first place yeah. is that I can I can do stuff even if I don't want to or I'm afraid or I don't know how to or yeah. something yes yeah, there's always resources there's people there's books there's YouTube videos <laughs> like, you know, so. right you learn how to acknowledge your identify acknowledge your fears and you don't want to just say oh I'm just not going to worry about that that's not going to help you all yeah. that's it'll come back up to bite you but mm -hmm. if you can figure out acknowledge and identify your fears address what you can with them and then find some place to put it so mm -hmm. you can then keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, I think the more you're able to do that, the better prepared you are for when those fears yeah. should they can become reality. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. it's okay to talk about them with people yeah. who you trust. So mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Don't don't keep it all inside yourself. Yeah. 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 Great. All right. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we got to end up the, on that uplifting Thanks. note. That's fantastic. Yes. I was not expecting that at all. Thanks, Thanks all right. so much for having me. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Claire Tompkins, The Clutter Coach. If you like the show, I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review in iTunes. You can subscribe, too, so the podcast will be ready and waiting for you to listen to it. The show is available on SoundCloud and Stitcher as well. And you'll find the show notes on my blog at www.cluttercoach.net. See you next time.